"'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house. "'Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. "'The ultralight backpacks were hung by the chimney with care, "'in hopes that the Covid vaccine will soon be there. "'The hikers were nestled, all snug in their beds, "'while visions of a thru-hike in 2021 danced in their heads. "'And Mama in her thermals, and I in my beanie cap, downloaded from Hiker the full PCT map. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm on Hamilton, and welcome to the latest episode of the Hiker Podcast. In this episode, I will be talking to Elian Carl, better known as Tough Souls. Over the course of three years, Ellie and Carl challenged themselves to hike all of Ireland's National Waymark trails, a journey that took them over 4,000 kilometres around the small island. And why would you do something like that, you might ask? Well, we'll get to that in the interview. But before that, I'd just like to say thank you to everybody who has been listening to this podcast. I know we're only nine episodes in at this stage, but the support has been fantastic. This is the second last episode of this series. There will be one more episode, which I'll be releasing next week. And then in 2021, there will be season two, which I'll be recording throughout January and February. I'd also like to thank everybody who has supported Hiker over the last 12 months. It's been an extremely challenging year for everybody around the world. But with your support, we have created something that we're extremely proud of. And we can't wait for 2021. So on behalf of Paul, Mark, Malika, Pete and yours truly, happy Christmas. And to hell with 2020. And before I forget, we are running a promo from the 26th of December to the 31st of December, up to 25% off all products on Hiker. So here it is, my interview with Ellie and Carl from Tough Souls. Yeah, well, I guess um, Carl and I have been doing adventures together for years, but we would always go further afield. So we'd be go to Spain, go to France, Estonia. Um, and people would always be like, oh my God, you're Irish. Oh, my sister's cat's aunt is from Ireland and I've been there 10 times and I love it. And then they'd list off all these amazing places that they had visited or want to visit. And we'd both be just kind of left standing there uh, being like, oh yeah, uh, sounds nice. Definitely have not ever visited there myself. It sounds great. Um, so it was kind of born out of a combination of, um, this like idea that we should really see our own country, like see where we're from and kind of get a a better feel for it. And, and the other way more true version is that I once just saw a big list of trails and thought, Hey, nobody's done all of those. I'm going to do those. Um, so it was like very, you know, I mean, it's obviously a combination of those two things, but, um, my motivation was very much. I didn't think anybody else had ever walked all of Ireland's National Landmark Trails. And I thought that was definitely something that I could do in the space of six months. Um, so that was a great three-year project anyway. It was <laughs> I was going to um, say, what was the, the final time? 
yeah. yeah. Uh, 19 months. Of, of actual walking, yeah. yeah. But three years, like, because we didn't get to walk through the winter uh-huh. um, for various reasons. Um, but yeah, so we've like, we through hiked every single one of Ireland's National Waymark Trails. Um, I guess we should kind of define what a National Waymark Trail Yeah, because guaranteed nobody knows. Um, so uh, if you've ever walked in, uh, it, well, if you're from Ireland, you probably know the Wicklow Way. Uh, or like the Dingle Way or the Kerry Way. Um, and also probably if you're from abroad and listen to this podcast, you probably know of those trails. Um, and there are 42 of those trails. So 42 trails with that same approximate level of distance and difficulty and sort of um, Yeah, but they're all kind of vibe. medium to long distance trails. Yeah. Um, it covers 27 counties across... Um, the Republic of Ireland, yeah. yeah. And totals to around 4,000 kilometers. Yeah. All of these are quite approximations because, so when we were decided to do these, this is several years ago, um, there, there wasn't that much information about hiking in Ireland. Like there wasn't a handy app where I could go and be like, ah, what trails do you want to do? There, there was very limited information. And um, there was one website that was kind of like the, the main go-to place to find information about trails. But on the homepage, it was like, ah, yes, 44 National Waymark Trails. And they click onto the page listing it. And it's like, ah, yes, 43 National Waymark Trails. And then you try and click through onto one of them. And it's like, this trail doesn't exist anymore. It's been closed for 10 years. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so how many exactly are there? So yeah. the whole thing has been like, there's roughly 42. It took us it was roughly 4,000 kilometers. Um, yeah, it was, so it was a lot of kind of um, making it up as we go along, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, so, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so the Club Souls, I suppose, it was, it was a project that kind of, you were like, okay, we want to hike every single uh, way. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, that was our thinking. And uh, we then, then after we had the idea of walking all of these trails, we were like, maybe we should also write a blog and make YouTube videos and like run social media accounts while we're doing this. That all doesn't sound like that much extra work on top of the trails themselves. Um, and, oh, and we've been gosh. regretting that, that, that decision ever since. Um, but yeah, so on top of uh, on top of actually walking the trail stuff, so there's also a website and a YouTube channel and, and all this other stuff um, where we tried to, um, I guess, collect a lot of this information about the trails in Ireland because they're it's surprisingly hard to find uh, a lot. But, of. but also kind of help more Irish people get, get outside. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. because we have some such amazing stuff here yeah i yeah. mean it goes back to what i was saying at the start like we we would find so many people abroad who'd say that they'd been to ireland and they loved it and they loved how much there was to do outside here and like we'd lived there our entire lives and never been to like one percent of what those people were talking about and i think it, it's the same for a lot of people really in ireland who would go abroad they do the camino or something mm. um and not realize that we have walking at least as good uh on your doorstep um yeah so it's yeah. kind of big uh, so, and it's something that you know we were even finding ourselves and even from a personal point of view like uh looking at people doing the the pct or any of these big long through hikes over in america or around the world um and just watching watching the the, the footage of them doing it and then realizing oh we have you know yeah amazing exactly. here as well 
you know, and exactly. no one ever really talks about it. Now, there's, it, there's definitely, I think there's a, you, you, you probably see this yourself, there's a huge culture change. I think there's a big expansion Absolutely. getting into the outdoors and through hiking and long distance hiking yeah. is getting a kickback out of that. Um, mm. But it's, it's been a long time, you know, the Wicklow Way just yeah. it back in the, what, 70s? In the 70s, yeah. 70s, yeah, 80% you know. it was officially launched, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and it just yeah, doesn't much. even scratch the surface of what the West Highland Way does or the, the Pennine Way or the Camino. You know, it's, it's yeah. Ireland's most notorious trail. So there's a lot of yeah. a lot of work to do yet, but I think you guys are certainly helping with with getting the word out there. And your videos are fantastic. It, it, we're constantly talking about them here. <laughs> uh, they're, they're so helpful. You know, anytime I've gone to do uh, any of the long distance trails, even though we have the app, it's like you know nothing's going to beat that first hand experience and having that detail and knowing what the trail looks like um, and how yeah, you know, yeah. some someone's experience of actually hiking it. Yeah, and also, I mean, I, I think we do have this like unique um, extra experience of being people who've walked all of those trails. So we can actually say definitively, like, oh, if you've done X trail, yeah. Y trail is kind of like that one, and you might like might enjoy it or whatever. Um, Having said that, we the number of times that we'd be in an area and we'd be doing this trail, we bump into somebody and they're like, oh, oh, that sounds interesting. Are you doing are you doing mix loop down the road? Yeah. And we're like. <laughs> no no that, that's not that's not on the list and they're like oh but it's a really good trail yeah. you should go and do so yeah. we've now got what we're kind of calling uh the loose ends list yeah. which is a <laughs> mismatch yeah. of all these um extra little things that people constantly asked us were we doing yeah um and you know oh have you done the wild atlantic way and we're like nope that is yeah. not uh on our list of trails. <laughs> yeah. um yeah so so there's that kind of thing as well um, yeah, I, I suppose to take it back a little bit further, um, how did you guys meet? Uh, we're both rock climbers and we met via rock climbing. Uh, yeah. so and you know this, you're also a rock climber, and yeah. that's how we met you. Uh, so, so we've all met in the same place, uh, yeah. in Gravity Climbing Center in Dublin. Um, yeah, and that was a long time ago now, yeah, uh, that we met and over six years ago, seven years ago, basically. Yeah. Um, and did you you said that you were hiking places like spain estonia and france like yeah had you done long distance hiking um over there or any particular trails did you well we did the the camino that was our first and only long distance experience oh. um before we're walking yeah. the the um the national Limit trails here and the camino is very different as well to to the walking that you do here you know well i think that um like the so the distance that we did, like 4,000 kilometers, is, is very similar to some of the like long distance trails in the States. And when we, the, the way that we did the Camino, we ended up, ended up doing about 1,100 kilometers mm. in total. Um, I think the big difference was the like continuous being on trail. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we did that in, we did the Camino del Norte in 2015. Yes. Um, and we did it in like five weeks. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, it, was, it was great. We were supremely unqualified and unprepared oh, to do it. Yeah, like we we accidentally went ultralight just because we didn't actually know what we were supposed to be bringing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and and, and even at that, then we threw out a load of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's uncommon. Like normally, people and in myself included, uh, we pack way too much. I'm always bringing way too much. And it's usually it's it's food. You know. Yeah. I, I'm going to be outside for two days. I need to <laughs> food for seven. <laughs> <laughs> I need to eat like three dinners in that time yeah yeah um 
yeah. Uh, we actually didn't even know, like we didn't have a map um, for we, the trail. We had, like, we like, had you know? one kind of free brochure that was bold out <laughs> yeah. of like literally the whole north of Spain. Yeah. And it would have like the counties. Yeah. But yeah, not, great. but no, like, yeah. and like the, the huge major cities along the way. That was yeah. our map for the we, whole We thing. literally flew into Biarritz uh, in the south of France and started walking from the airport. Yeah. And uh, we didn't stop walking until we made it to um, to Finisterre, Finisterre yeah, uh, a thousand or eleven hundred kilometers later. And uh, I mean, we could really have not done that first couple of days. That would have been great if we had actually done some planning and uh, <laughs> like gone to the beginning of the trail instead of having a walk like along highways and, and this kind of thing to get oh, to. Oh, really? So you, you you didn't like. Uh, do like the you know start no we, we followed we followed a bit of a gr yeah there's a there's a gr there that um, connected us onto um yeah. the camino del norte yeah but um, it was such a lucky thing oh yeah because we didn't know there was a gr there we were just like hey there's some markings on the wall let's follow those and see where that leads <laughs> and then eventually those markings turned into shells and we were like all right we're probably on the camino now <laughs> uh, yeah so then, we got much better logistics after Tub Souls anyway, or like four Tub Souls. We, we got yeah, significantly well, better at This logistics. is, I've, I've been like, any mistake I ever make, I'm like, well, I've learned the lesson now. I won't do that again. Yeah. Now, I probably, yeah. but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's some that are fun to make twice. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so you did at the Camino, and did you get your passport? Did you do all that kind of stuff? Did you get your stuff yeah. away? And, Yes, where we got that one fold-out map, um, it was because we went to um, the St. James's Gate here in Dublin, mm-hmm. and because they had that little Camino office, and I went in, I got um, two passports, and they were kind of like, oh, so what are you going to do? I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, and they could really tell that I knew nothing, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, uh, <laughs> here's a, a free little fold-out map, and uh, good luck with that, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, they were super nice, so yeah, we did the whole passports um yeah. got yeah. Our, our different certificates we actually um uh, we got the certificate in um santiago de compostela uh, on my birthday so mm. that was a great way to uh yeah that was a great way to celebrate uh turning 21 yeah um here's a ticket pardon here's a t- happy birthday here's a ticket to the longest walk you've ever done <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah but uh that was our first anyway that was our first long distance walking experience really uh we'd had adventures before and like when we'd done stuff um prior to that but none of it was long distance walking um like i said we were rock climbers so like we lived in a tent in france for a couple of months uh in fontainebleau uh attempting to rock climb there and mostly just sleeping um because ellie had broken her foot right before like the weekend before we went over there uh it's it this is a re- reoccurring theme uh ellie injures herself during or before adventures um which is very yeah yeah, yeah. Very uh, it's very helpful though because she's only ever done it like in the winter uh so just when we want to stop walking anyway there'd be like an injury and you're like okay great <laughs> <We> can... <laughs> it's like the wind changing time to it's time to stop um <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, I, I guess... what? oh okay. um so we based kind of all of our planning for Tough Souls at, like, on our experience in Spain, mm. um, not really accounting for the kind of time that you would need in between each trail. Because all the trails here don't link together. It's not just one, we weren't just walking continuously. Um, 
we kind of we planned it all with the idea that we would just be like oh well we walk a minimum of 25k five days a week yeah um and we'll least. have it done in six months yeah and we'll have it done six yeah. months um that was yeah what we based off being like oh yeah so it gives us maybe maybe one rest day a week but like two days to get from the end of one trail to the beginning of the next and that did kind of work at the start yeah but, but after a the, while you kind of you realize that you're not seeing stuff yeah you're part sort of the reason that we wanted to do this was to actually see ireland yeah so if we kind of got to one point and we met somebody incredibly nice and they're like oh do you want to camp in our garden and yeah we'll go show you around the town yeah. for the evening yeah if you, you're trying to keep to a big schedule like that you can't just accept an offer at one o'clock in the afternoon of like camping in someone's garden um and like so much of it is the experience of doing that you know like so much of ireland is how friendly people are and like that's not just a, a thing the tourists see it's honestly the, the truth like um so we would have that you know we'd, we'd be invited into someone's house and they'd like let us go with an egg or something at the end and you know, like it was just incredible like we have so many great experiences with people that we wouldn't have had if we were rushing it the way we initially thought we would um but then the downside to that was that it took us three years instead of six months but um you know it could it, it was it was nice it was a good way to do it i think i, I, I do it that way again to be honest I, I don't think i'd ever want to rush through a project like this um i mean yeah we were lucky in terms of money and stuff as well um yeah each winter we'd uh work again save up for the next yeah. section mm-hmm. yeah um, which was really great and uh, towards the end especially we had like the support of um, uh, we had a Patreon page and uh, we had people who would support us on that including um, you guys in- including Hiker yeah uh, so big thanks to you yeah. Um, with yeah and, and without that honestly I don't think we would have been able to complete the project mm. um, at least it would have taken us probably another year to, to finish it mm. just because um, the one thing that Ireland doesn't have going for it is that it's quite expensive uh, to hike uh, the way that we were doing it mm-hmm. um, and the weather can be bad enough that you do want to stay indoors more often than you would otherwise do uh, and that can end up being somewhat expensive so uh, huge thanks to everybody who let us stay inside uh, sure there, I'm sure money yeah. well spent um, I know we do uh, but so okay so we were kind of veering onto a topic there that I wanted to talk about which is which is camping um, and yes, weather is one thing uh, that will pay a, a big factor. You know, camping in the rain is not too bad, but if you're doing it night after night, it can not only make everything yeah. best, but it can also really hurt your head. You know, it can make things uh, yeah. damp inside the brain. So <laughs> um, what, what was the ratio, I suppose? It, it really kind of depends on, on time of the year. I, I think I would say probably something like 60 40 camping versus staying indoors maybe maybe 70 30 i think it depends on the time of year and the trail and, and, and yeah that kind of thing. um i think it might be a, i think it might be more of the 70 30 yeah it's probably closer indoors. to 70 30 yeah um, favor staying indoors uh, so so 30 percent staying indoors 70 percent uh, oh, camping hey, right hey that's um, quite a lot yeah, there was a lot of camping mm. um, I, th- I think yeah like yeah especially it was so strange at the big at the beginning or kind of at certain points it kind of felt like you had to prove that you were like 
doing it for hardcore yeah. enough that you yeah. had to camp X and Ant, which is like totally not the case at all. Yeah. But some just sometimes we get it into our head that's like, oh well, like yeah. this is yeah, some yeah. big thing and we have Very to so. yeah. yeah. Or like I, I would often think about the YouTube comments. Um <laughs> like it's it's a funny one, but like definitely there was this feeling of like we have to be hardcore about this mm. and i mean the thing is we were still being really hardcore about it by doing the project at all just because we slept in a bed doesn't make it like less hardcore mm-hmm. um yeah but I, that's I mean, still hard to convince myself of even today like having finished the project yeah. i'm still like man i wish i hadn't i'd been more hardcore about this and like slept out more but it, it's like it's so hard to do um the challenge, yeah. the challenge isn't isn't really where you sleep the challenge is doing it is, is putting one yeah exactly yeah. it's still putting another like a foot in front of the other one like that's it's it's really not about whether you were indoors or outdoors last night and um, the, although we still do get youtube comments to tell us to wild camp which is oh great. I'm sure thanks, thanks youtube comments <laughs> um but like that that is a common thing that actually comes up quite a lot in my pa- myself and paul uh we we talk about this quite a lot about the reason why we are doing what we're doing is to kind of like you is to bring people into the outdoors and, and get them to, to know these trails not just in Ireland but around the world but show them that you don't have to, you don't have to be you know yeah. the adventurer or you know the hardcore true hiker you can you can come in yeah yeah it's got nothing to do with it really right like as long as you're enjoying it that's the important thing you just completely uh, can have your, your backpack with the stuff that you need for the day a change of clothes and, and then you can sleep in a and b or a hotel or whatever you want yeah, yeah. But you're yeah, going to today, and that's that's the main thing. Yeah, I couldn't get behind that more. Like that's so. It's it's very much the way. There's like, I mean, if you find extra fun in wild camping and like putting yourself through like yeah. certain hardship or whatever, or if you have no other option, then that's that's all good. Like uh, it's just sort of you don't you shouldn't feel the pressure to do so just because uh, yeah, just because that's what you think hiking is like. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's always good to kind of like test your boundaries like it's good to try new things mm. um but uh, yeah 100 percent um i think that any form of hiking is valid and like yeah. yeah like any way that you experience the outdoors that you get enjoyment from and feel a connection to nature mm. and, and you're doing it right uh, one of the great things as well particularly in in, in places like, like ireland and the uk is when you hike um, and stay in places like hostels, you, mm. you can meet a, quite a lot of people that are, are doing the same thing that you're doing. You, I, yeah. I, did, did you find, did you uh, discover a lot of people on these trails that would have been hiking those trails as well? So there's kind of, there's kind of like the, the big five. Mm. So the Wicklow Way, Kerry Way, Dingle, Bera. Western Way, maybe. Western Way, maybe the Sheep's Head Way. Yeah, there's a couple of very popular trails that I'd say are like a hundred times more popular than all of the other trails put together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like on the um, on the Dingo Way, we, we met lo- like lovely people in hostels and stuff. Uh, on the Kerry Way, we walked with some people mm-hmm. for the first couple of days. Um, and then on other trails, we'd walk past a farmer or something. He said, "Oh, this trail is so busy. I had someone walk it last year." And you're like okay great. um so like, like very literally yeah that is actually something someone said to us um so so it often it was very quiet other times it was it was extremely busy mm. um and like there's enjoyment to be found in both of those things for sure um although i have to say i think i enjoyed the quieter trails more mm. um 
but I, I suppose it, it's much like it's six of one and half a dozen of the other, isn't it? Like there's, yeah, as I said, there, there is enjoyment to be found on both yeah. both kind of things. Um, so I'm going to ask you a difficult question. Um, do you have a favorite? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> yes, no question have a favorite. Yeah, <laughs> at the Miners Way in Roscommon. Okay. Uh, which is by far the best trail in the country, miles ahead of the rest. And it's got nothing to do with the <laughs> fact that I grew up there. It has absolutely zero to do with the fact that it goes through my hometown. I'm not being a favorite. Like, honestly, genuinely, it is a fantastic trail. Like, yeah. not kidding at all. Uh, it, it's a really, really good trail. And I think it's especially because it's in Roscommon, it's one that we went to with absolutely no expectations. But it manages that balance of being off-road, but then also changing from, like, lake shores to forests to um kind of boggy mountains like there's a really good balance and mix to that trail like i'm not saying that's also my favorite trail um but it was <laughs> I'm, i mean i'm sure the podcast listeners can't hear this but i have a gun to ellie's side right now um yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of really good trails to, to be fair there yeah. are a lot of really fantastic trails. It, yeah it depends what you're looking for like yeah. for for me i had my most kind of personal profound moment on the tawn way which was our third trail mm. and um, so we had um, kind of hiked where we were aiming for, set up camp, but it was still like a bit too early to actually go to sleep. So I left Carla down at the tent and I walked up the mountain a bit and um, found a rock and just kind of like sat down and turned around. And so it was in Carlingford Lock and sun had just set. So there like was still like a dark blue sky, but all the towns across the other side of the lock um, were all like twinkling lights and... Um, like it was freezing cold oh my god it was so yeah. cold but I just had that moment of like oh yeah this is like the right thing because up until then like we, we'd walked what uh, maybe 200 kilometers out of the 4,000 and, yeah. and like it, it, it takes a while before you're like yeah this is a project I can do yeah um, but sitting up there I was like oh yeah this is this is the right like this is what I should be doing with my life this is 100% the right moment mm. so like so while that trail isn't a perfect trail like that will always kind of hold a special place um, for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, there's a lot of different ways to measure trails, I think. Yeah. And so it's difficult to have a single favourite when there are so many different yeah. uh, ways about it. Like Except I, the Miner's Way, which is fantastic in all respects. Um, yeah, like, so if you look at the Barrow Way, that's um, one of the three kind of canal-style yeah, trails. Yeah, waterways trails. Waterways, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's the only one that's, nearly 100% grass the whole way. So you're walking along this um, riverbank or a navigable river and it's just full of life. Yeah. And the towns are really nicely spaced along and um, you can camp along the way and it's just gorgeous. Yeah, it's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And then you take the bear away, which is the most kind of wild and rugged like mountains. Mm-hmm. And similarly, like the towns are well spaced, but then during the day you're nowhere near anybody. Yeah. And like they're so completely different, but they're yeah, both like, like really, really great trails. There's such a like huge gulf in like difficulty, for instance, between yeah. those two trails, right? The the Barrow Way is literally a hundred percent flat. Yeah. And uh, it's actually gently sloping downhill the entire time if you go <laughs> north to south, which is fantastic for <laughs> like a beginner walker or or whatever. And then the Barrow Way is probably the most difficult of all of the trails. Um, at least it is the most like undulating uh, there's the most uphill um so they're very very difficult uh, different trails in a lot of respects but they're both excellent 
So yeah, it's very hard to kind of pick one single favorite. I, is the, I, long, the long way to answer that question. I actually, Except the murder's right. I do. <laughs> you have to get it in every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do remember watching uh, your video for the Bar Away. And I think you were coming out of Castletown Bear, or I can't remember where exactly, you were coming out of a town anyway. And I just remember you had this uh, uh, video of you, Carl, saying, yeah, we just left the town and oh my God, <laughs> it's <laughs> way hillier than I thought it was going to be. You were like in bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in bits for probably 99% of <laughs> all of the walks um, because we also did do no training ahead of time for these um uh, the yeah. trends for the training that's what it's all about uh, yeah that's what i said for sure yeah i regretted it the entire time but i definitely did say that <laughs> well, like, yeah don't be going doing like 40 kilometer days without having walked you know a few days beforehand yeah very much so um yeah, yeah. But, and i oh and like every time we go back no matter how fit we are going back there is always like the first couple of days of like regaining your trail legs, mm -hmm. like getting back into oh, the, like the pace of things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that you always do this thing of walking really far the first day and a half and then being pretty much dead for another yeah. day or two uh, afterwards. And then you kind of, you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Consistent pace is the important thing. Um, I, yeah. I, I remember doing that with the Wicklow way earlier this year Um I had done like a, a bunch of hiking, you know, right up until the end of 2019 and then a little, you know, a few little day hikes here and there uh, and then started to wickle away and we covered like 42 kilometers in the first day with our bag. I was about to say. And it was, the next day I was just, I woke up and I was completely just destroyed. My legs just yeah. wouldn't really work. Unable to stand up and everything, yeah. And we still covered like 30 kilometers that day and then the next day I was just like, that, I'm, I'm done. I have to like lay in a lay. We stayed in, in Glenmore Lodge. Uh, and yeah. Just, Did you do that uh, south to north? Just south to north. Yeah. And we, we haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, and you had the harder section up next as well. So yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. well, we, yeah. we still haven't completed it yet because obviously we did it at the start of the lockdown and yeah. uh, things started to get a little bit freaky when we were. Not a great day. Not a great year for hiking. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Actually, that's another thing I was going to say. Is, so what, over, over this year, over the last. I'll say this year, but it feels like the last 20 years. Uh, have you done much hiking? You know, and a lot of pacing back and forth in our kitchen. That's pretty much the extent of it. Uh, yeah, no, unfortunately, up until the past uh, month or two, um, neither of us could drive. Yeah. Um, neither of us had a driver's license or a car. Um, thankfully, th that's changed. So we, yeah. now, we now do have a uh, mode of transport. But yeah, we didn't have any way of getting anywhere. We live in Dublin City. Um, so no, we, we really didn't get to do much. Like Yeah, we were actually very, very lucky that we finished up Souls in 2019 because we did take the bus to every trail and that just would not have been feasible uh, <laughs> this year. So we were we were very lucky, I think. Uh, we did get to do some day hikes. Like we went up Comchigone in the Comoros. Oh yeah, I have forgotten about that. That yeah. actually feels like it was a thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, um, which is a gorgeous uh, kind of cliff loop around some lakes. Um, that was gorgeous. Um, did uh, some more day hikes around the Knockville Downs in Tipperary. Um, quite a few of those. But yeah, it was only just kind of day hikes, just enough to kind of keep the mind sane. Mm. It was kind of, it was like one of those um, frogs in boiling water situations where I didn't realise like 
just how kind of mentally crazy I was going mm. until we would get to go for a hike and suddenly I'm like oh my god I feel so much better I feel so much more human so much more myself yeah um yeah yeah it's actually really interesting um when we were doing I want to say the blue stack way uh one of the trails in Donegal uh it we're, it was our second year walking and we were well into it at the stage it was like trail 18 or 19 or something like that or, or I guess 20 23 or 24 and uh and we were walking and this random dude cycles past us and yells Salvatore Ambulando at us uh, which is Latin for solvent walk and uh it was such a weird moment but that has like really really stuck with me like this this phrase like you know or walk and solve I should say um like you kind of when you walk you think clearer or at least I do um maybe this guy maybe it was just a magic spell and he like placed it on me or something but um I I definitely I found it's so difficult this year because uh, not walking means my head is less clear it's it's just the way it is um so yeah um yeah and and it comes with a weird guilt as well because then like you start judging yourself compared to other people on social media, mm. um, which is never the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, and you can almost fall into that kind of like competitive, I always want to say, nature that kind of comes with hiking sometimes. Where it's like, oh, that person did that much, so I need to like be this good. Mm. And it's like, that's not why I hike. I hike because I love the outdoors. Yeah, and but it can be really easy to forget to, that. To fall into those kind of negative yeah. thoughts when you're not getting to do it much or when you're stressed about other things or um yeah Yeah. so basically let's look forward to 2021 uh, (laughs) i think where that's going but yeah you're dead right like this even comes back to what we're talking about you know where you stay every single night you know or you're seeing people out and camping in snowstorms you know why am i not doing yeah um, yeah, the hiking. Yeah. Is Why not, not hardcore about, enough? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not about how many miles you stack up or kilometers you stack up every single day. It's you know. Yeah, completely not. Yeah. Did you have a good time? You know. Yeah. Uh, did you solve any problems? You know. Did you? Yeah. Know, yeah. Exactly. Did you, yeah. Did you, you know? Yeah. Do you feel better for having been out there? Because that's the yeah. only thing that really matters. Yeah. Because if you come yeah. back and you, and you you know you feel worse, you're like, well, maybe you push yourself a little bit too hard and. Yeah, yeah. Hydrate. Yeah. yeah, never. You didn't really actually take care of yourself. Maybe you should have stayed in that hotel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's that's such a valid thing to do, isn't it? Like, it's it, it feels so weird to say, but there are definitely days where we we like woke up and we were like, no, we are staying in this B and B another day. No way am I going out there today. And like, that's so reasonable to do. And yet we would sometimes, especially like. We, we would hide that fact a little bit and we'd pretend or well we wouldn't pretend that's going too far but we would be quiet about not walking a certain day mm-hmm. um which i don't know yeah it's it's uh, it's funny how much other people's expectations of you are like your 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 um ideas of what other people are expecting of you make uh, I, it really informs how you kind of hike and, and what it is that you or want, it's, it's you important want to, to be aware of it and to like, yeah. not let it take over. Yeah, like, it's important to be able to like connect to people through social media, be able to share like the adventures that you're having. Yeah, and share it in a way that either helps other people get outside or like that is more than just look at me. Like yeah. having a reason to share it, and but then also being able to kind of like put the phone back in the pocket and be present in the moment that you're in. Mm. Um, I think throughout this whole project, I definitely learned that balance of 
um, being able to like share stuff and film stuff and like enjoy doing that aspect, but then also being able to enjoy being there in the moment myself. Um, and that was definitely a learning curve mm. um, to be able to like, yeah, be present and not, because if, you, if you're kind of doing something through a screen sometimes or like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, there's that kind of barrier. It's almost like you're not actually being there. You're looking at it via something else. Um, yeah, so that was a really important that, thing, I think. And, that, and that, that can be even more challenging because it's so easy to just take your phone out and just start going on social media and like doing stories or, or whatever. It's mm-hmm. actually harder to stop, pause, yeah, and, and just take a breath and just look around you. It, uh, yeah, I, I find that all the time. I'm always itching to put my hand in my pocket and just take out my yeah. take yeah. a picture or something rather than going. I'm actually just going to look at this this time. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. take a picture this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like to be clear, I don't think we regret any of what we did, especially oh, with no. like social media and stuff like that. I mean, it really kept us going. A lot of the time and and i mean genuinely among the best things that, that's ever happened is people message us and they say i went and did this trail because i saw that you did it and it looked really good that's and terrible. that like really that's such a good feeling you know mm. that people went and discovered like their back garden kind of a thing um that that's so great and like that's exactly what we set out to do yeah. um so, so especially this year yeah. way more Irish people have been exploring like what's around them this year so even though we haven't been able to put out much new stuff it's been so nice that people have still found um our videos or whatever or been out to messages being like oh because I wasn't able to leave Carlo I went and I walked this bit of this trail and it was really fun and yeah, yeah. I think there's I think there's I'm really really hopeful that because so many Irish people had to explore so much of Ireland this year that it would have a real positive impact moving forward. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. It's 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 very powerful, uh, I suppose, for you guys, but anybody to, to, be, to be told, I did this because you recommended it. Yeah. I got a benefit out of that. That's that's a huge, yeah. huge powerful thing. And you're dead right. I think 2021 and going forward is, is going to be big for the hiking community and the long distance hiking community. Um, yeah. Like with, very that in, with that in mind, I suppose with you know at the current date, whatever date it is, we're in December, twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> it could just as well be August, and you know it. <laughs> the year of our Lord. Um, <laughs> uh, the vaccine is on the horizon. Yes. And yes. you know, fingers crossed that this is it. Like we don't have to deal with this anymore. Uh, with that in mind, have you guys any plans? for hikes in the future i think we're kind of recycling our plans for this year uh for next year so there there's like we we already mentioned the the loose ends list which is basically as we were walking and we explained the the project to people they would say oh have you done the shli Connemara?" and we're like nope that's closed or have you done um the tin healy loops and we're like nope that's not on the list uh we we kind of wanted to like um I don't know, do a lot of these trails that a lot of people ask about, mm. but aren't, weren't on our list for whatever reason, yeah. you know? So there are 12 or 13 of these, of these trails, I think. Yeah. We have a big list of them somewhere. And, and then as, um, as we were researching them, we came across the pilgrim paths. Mm. So there's also 12 pilgrim paths around Ireland, um, like the um, St. Kevin's Way in Wicklow and um, 
what was it? Um, in Mayo, we did the Kirkpatrick Heritage Trail, mm-hmm. but there's also the Treher Podrig. Yeah, which, the, which is, is also a Kirkpatrick related yeah, trail. Which is but a, it's... Follows, like a similar route. Anyway, there's 12 of those. And yeah. then. So there's other long distance hiking in Ireland, basically. And uh, on top of that, there's the Ulster Way, which yeah. was actually first uh, of, of the, the trails on the island of Ireland. The Ulster Way came first. And then the people in the Republic said, hey, we want some of those. Um, so we'll we'll hopefully get to do that this this coming year. Yeah. Um, that's another thousand kilometers on top of the four thousand we've already done. So are you going? We'll, uh, are you, sorry, are you going to to three bike that? Is that the plan to actually do it in one go? Or uh, it depends. I think on exactly how we're feeling, like in the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's certainly plausible. We we could probably do that. And um, because it is one. It's a loop, loop, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, that would be really cool. But um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens between now and then. Yeah, exactly. And um, funds-wise and Brexit and all kinds of other things that like might cause issues with that. Yeah. Um, but I, we but do, that's definitely on the list. Yeah, I think eventually down the line, there are some like big GRs and big trails like around the world that I would love to go do. Yeah, I've been trying to convince Ellie for years now that we should do all of the e-routes, the, all the European long distance trails. Um, but that's literally about 25 <laughs> years of walking. So uh, I, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to see if that one really uh, pulls together. But I, I think I can just, you know. I, I think what we need to teach Carol is that you don't have to see a whole list and be like, yes, all of them. Yeah. You can be like, you know what? This one looks cool. I'm going to do this one. But the chances are nobody's ever done all of them. You don't. You, the first. You, anyway. Yeah. Um, Ongoing discussion. Say again. There's that competitive, uh, competitive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the, the the trick is never to find out whether actually someone has actually done them all. Yeah, I was going to ask. Did you did you actually look like deep? Yeah, into- we we actually did. Uh, we had a we even had like meetings with uh, Sport Ireland and stuff, trying to find out if they knew if anyone had walked them all before. And it doesn't appear to be the case. And if you listening to this podcast have walked all the trails, please don't tell us. <laughs> I feel better off if you don't let us know. <laughs> I mean, you know, fair play, but but just so, let us have this, please. Some <laughs> old woman in her like late eighties yeah, just coming in. I did that like back in the you know the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, there is this other thing of the set of trails that are actually the National Park trails is constantly changing. And yeah. there were about ten of them added in the last fifteen years. So yeah. it, it's also as it is, we've actually not done all of the current ones because the Leitrim Way has reopened since we did uh, the, the, the trails. And, and there's now the Ormond Way yeah, right, in exactly. North Tipperary. Indeed. So there are some <laughs> extra trails now that we have to go and do lest somebody else uh, take our crown away. I just care about doing it. You, you have uh, walked all of uh, Ireland's Waymar trails in 2019. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Between I, 2017 and 2019, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's always good to have those goals. Anyways, it, it like I suppose if it's yeah. just this morphing list, even if one trail gets taken off, it's like, well, I did that. Sure. Anyway, so yeah, absolutely. And I mean, again, it's all about actually having had the fun of it. It's yeah. uh, I, I make jokes about wanting to be the first, and I do desperately want to be the first. But also, it's not the like, it's not the true reason that we're doing it. You know, like it really is about the fun and the, mm. the enjoyment of hiking and, and trying to get other people outdoors. Um, and a distant distant period is uh being the first people to do them all and what about countries like okay the uk like they have uh they've obviously they've got 
hundreds of long distance trails, but they only have, I think it's like 16 or 17. Yeah, there's not that uh, many national trails. Um, yeah, there. Um, I've done one of them. I did the South Downs way, but there's yeah. so many, and the infrastructure over there is really, really good too. Would you consider yeah, think... a list like that? It's a little bit shorter, but uh... yeah, I, uh, I, I think that's what's really uh, encouraging. There is the fact that the infrastructure is there for it. Um, something that Ireland, uh, that I look forward to Ireland getting to work on a little bit is the infrastructure for these trails, mm-hmm. um, because there are significant trails where you really can't do them without uh, camping. Um, for example, you know, yeah. and for a lot of people, that's prohibitive. Um, but also, a lot of these trails involve camping, but then don't have land agreements either with landowners or with Grilcha or with the areas that they're going through for either there to be like areas to camp or for camping, like specific, like leave no trace wild camping to be allowed. Or, yeah, yeah, like we've kind of built these trails, but not quite built the needed conversations on these areas to yeah, actually kind of yeah. like happen yeah um yeah the lack of a right to roam agreement in ireland makes it quite hard actually um or it, it, like it just means that you're constantly in this gray area of like am i really allowed to be here mm-hmm. um which you know it, it can be a, a little bit tough and i feel like I, I think in a country like the uk especially for instance in scotland where they do actually have right to roam um that might be a bit more uh, accepted or, or sort of it's it's a bit less uh, the farmer is not going to be quite as surprised to see you there uh, as you might be in Mayo yeah. but that's just one of those things I, as I say I really do look forward to Ireland getting to work on that a little bit more mm. um, but yeah the UK is definitely up there uh, mm. Germany but I, I really think all the e-routes is the way to go um, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> not just yeah all of them can't do just one that would be ridiculous and how many, how many, do you know actually how many have you kept- oh, over 13, I think. I actually haven't checked in a while because... Uh, That's not that. Okay. I, think there, I think there was more. You think there's more? I'm going to Wikipedia really quickly now and get depressed about yeah. how many there might be. While you're doing that, uh, have, have you ever looked at the US? Is there any trails in the US that you have your mind on? Um, I, I think I'm more interested in going and doing the, the US trails than Carla's. Um, I think, yeah, like it has to be a couple of years until... Um, both politics change and um, yeah, there's vaccines and whatnot. But I yeah, yeah I would lo- I personally would love to do some of the long distance trails over there. And yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure why I'm not so not as into it as uh, as you are. Um, probably because people have done them all. Uh, <laughs> no, I I I, uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, I I suppose I, I I'm open to doing them. I think it's just maybe. Well, Carl, you'd be happy to know that there is an extensive list of UK, US <laughs> on the hiker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think we got yeah, 650 trails, so there's a nice uh, chunky list for yeah. you to take on. I don't think I, I looked up the there. e-routes. So there's, there are only 12 e-routes. There, I mean, it's a total distance of 70,000 kilometers, but yeah, there's only 12 of them, so it's probably not too bad. 1,000, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure we could do that. Well, probably like a year, six months. Yeah, your estimations have been pretty good so far. <laughs> yeah, they sure have. Um, yeah, it's definitely like a like a hindsight thing um, that you forget about. Uh, yeah. So th- here's the cheesy questions that I have to ask every single time. Uh, well, actually, okay, you're going to ask if you're going to get married because that's not cool. <laughs> what? what are you? 
No, it's just come up every podcast we've done so far. So anyone who wants to ask that. Um, <laughs> okay. like, in it, um, so I suppose pack your your, your gear. Like you, actually, you've quite a, a few videos about what to pack for certain trails, what to pack for camping. Mm-hmm. Boots, bags, tents, you name it. Um, ha, would you have your kind of your go-to pack uh, in terms of what you need to bring on every single trail? Is, like, is there certain things that you have to bring? Obviously, if you're going on a camping trip, you're going to have to bring a tent. You're going to have to bring that. Mm. Maybe talk about yeah. your, your pack a little bit. Yeah, well, I certainly would bring all of the things that we brought because we um, obviously wanted to make all these videos as we were going. So we brought cameras mm. and a drone and a laptop and hard drives, which miraculously didn't get destroyed somewhere along the way. Uh, so I wouldn't bring all of those things. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything out of the ordinary that we we would have brought that um, yeah. that's like non. Uh, I guess I guess for us, what was essential was how we organized it all. So we had everything. In Dry the- bags. That's the thing. Actually, yeah. if I was to give one tip to anybody who's ever packing for a, a hiking trip, just buy a lot of dry bags and put all your stuff in them. Because, yeah. like, oh my god, dry bags are the best. Uh, <laughs> they're the best. Like, not only for keeping your gear dry, but also just to segment your pack and say, okay, all of the dirty laundry goes in this one. All yeah. of the regular laundry goes in this one. All of the laundry that is dirty but you're going to wear again can go in that one. Like, you know, it's yeah. it's so helpful to have that. Um, and also for electronics, um, because you can fill the dry bag with air and then your stuff isn't going to be knocked around as easily yeah. um, or, like, hit off other stuff and that kind of thing. Um, very, very helpful. Uh, that would be the, the big tip for me, I think, is yeah. buy a lot of dry bags. Um, yeah. And be prepared to go through more than one pair of boots. That's, that is uh, something I think people... Well, I, I presume nobody's doing the distances we were doing, but um, after like I would have to buy a new pair of boots every two to three months, I think. I, I think we averaged five hundred kilometers per pair yeah. of footwear. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Which just, I think is less than people no, I would think, expect. No. Yeah, I think, well, I, I actually don't know. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that is about as often as we needed to change those. Actually, uh, in any case, it all. Um, it all. I suppose it does depend on the terrain that you're going over as well oh, yeah very much so yeah and there was certainly more like road um yeah. than than maybe we would expect yeah. um I and that, that is wears a... through shoes much faster than you than you think it does and that is a tricky thing about hiking in ireland because there is a lot more um road in ireland just in, in general um so it's kind of impossible to stay off of road all the time yeah. mm-hmm. lots of sections of different trails are linked with a lot of road um so like there's one point where I made the mistake of getting these they're beautiful Scarpa um, very like heavy duty um, leather hiking boots. I think the, the, the Rangers is the specific model and they're fantastic boots. They're absolutely amazing for like open mountainside, but they are a very strong, very rigid boot. And the first trail we brought them on, um, it was it was so much of the like wheelchair forestry roads. It was just like all of that walking. And my feet burned and like died a thousand times on that trail. Um, it could, because I think what we decided about footwear was that we had to plan for 80% of the time mm. and then just live with the other 20%. Yeah, that so is if, definitely a trick to, to going. If you go light, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Just be yeah. prepared to deal with some pain. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
so. yeah so so here most of the trails like yeah there's def there was definitely quite a few where you'd be in the middle of a bog and you'd see a stick painted kind of yellow about a kilometer and a half away and you're like well I guess I'm going in baby that direction mm -hmm. but the vast majority of the time you were on tracks or trails of some description so being able to go for lighter footwear for that kind of stuff just made sense for us yeah indeed and then occasionally you just have to deal with your feet being completely soaked um yeah but that's just how it is um mm -hmm. I mean in terms of like actual specific gear I think my favorite individual piece of gear is probably the tent which was an MSR hubba hubba um which I genuinely can't recommend highly enough um, and unfortunately our uh, original one died on the second last trail uh, we accidentally snapped one of the pole, like a crucial pole uh, we yeah. couldn't kind of fix it in time um, but I mean it managed a couple of hundred nights of camping so I was quite pleased with that um, plus the Camino before we did and the Camino yeah and then we slept in that one for a while in France as well or I did yeah um, yeah, yeah so was a, the elixir myself uh, so yeah 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 million, but they're fantastic yeah. it, like, it, I can't uh, recommend them highly enough yeah absolutely all uh, mechanics is just fantastic uh, just yeah. like, oh easy set up this is not sponsored by MSR by the way no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening MSR Hit, yeah, yeah. Hit <laughs> no conflict of interest there. Um, no. <laughs> on the Wicklow Way, and this, it, this it, there's a reason for this. I'm, uh, I'm veering down a, a trail. Forgive the pun. Um, the Wicklow Way was your last trail. It was the very last yeah. one that you did. Yeah. Uh, did you pick that for a reason? Well, it kind of had to be either the first or the last one because it was the very first National Waymark Trail. Mm -hmm. um, so once we had done a couple of trails we were like well we're not going to do this big important one that everybody knows as our like ninth trail that just didn't seem like it made sense uh, I guess symbolically it was sort of when we also started the project like we literally handed back our apartment keys that morning and walked uh, into the city centre and started on the the Royal Canal yeah and we walked kind of out of the city off onto this off of the sunset on this crazy project yeah. and um, carrying way too much stuff oh yeah and yeah um so we kind of we also liked the idea of that we had like walked out of dublin to start it that we'd walk back into dublin to finish it mm. um yeah and then there's also the memorial to jb malone on it who Proof. um was the one who came up with the idea of all the national waymark trails in ireland and founded the wicklow way um yeah so it just ended up being a really nice goal to have at the end yeah. that we get to like arrive into Marty Park and like have our families there and yeah it just ended up being a really nice like yeah finish line for us yeah and like you know it, it really did make sense symbolically right like it would have been weird to finish on the the Sligo way or something which doesn't I don't know yeah I'm just stuck on the, the symbolism of, of finishing on that trail um but also it's a really good trail you know um and it's it was quite a nice one to know that we had in our back pocket to yeah. finish on um like there uh, practically every trail in Ireland is is really good um but there are certainly some that are better than others and it was nice to know that we would be able to finish on one that was universally seen as quite a good trail um so that was kind of a nice a nice bonus to it we do have quite a lot of like obviously a lot of Irish listeners to this and they would all be fairly familiar with the Wicklow Way and mm. uh, would have hiked either hiked the whole thing or have hiked sections of it so they, they would know exactly what we're talking about when we say you know it is a spectacular trail and 
they can see why you would want to finish on something like that. Not just because, yeah, I suppose it, it, I have a very short number of trails that I've done in Ireland, but I think it kind of tops the list for me. Uh, and I haven't finished it. You haven't got mine as well. No, it's actually true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so when you were at the finish line in Marley Park, how many ice creams did you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually had uh, like our families bring cake and champagne and stuff. So uh, I don't remember. The ice cream, I don't think the ice cream van was there yeah. when we arrived. Because normally yeah. he's like just over yeah. kind of near that style. He wasn't there. Wasn't there, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Knew we were coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would have been, that would have been glorious. That would have been such... Yeah, like, not that the cake and champagne wasn't glorious. <laughs> but, uh, but wouldn't like, have minded, like, a, a nice... A 99. Yeah, like, a 99 would have been pretty good. Chocolate sauce, that would yeah. have been great. <laughs> um, yeah, indeed. That's a shame. Also, we didn't have any coffee at the time, which is also a shame. Uh, we practically lived on coffee for all... Coffee and fruitcake for the trails. Um, fruitcake is a, is a great staple diet food um, because there's a lot of calories. It's very, very calorie-dense. Uh, so it's quite light to carry and and uh, quite effective uh, in terms of giving you some energy to go on. So you, but, did, um, you didn't bring your Irish butter with you to put on the fruitcake? No, that yeah. also would have been a good idea. I, I've actually since gotten into eating really spicy food, so next time I'll bring hot sauce and have spicy fruitcakes. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'll be the, some, a way to add some variety to it. RK and pepper, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think that'll be perfect. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that is the reason why I asked that question in the first place was was about food. So uh, you lived off coffee, but what was the, what would be like your first every time you finished a trail? Did you have a go to? I want this meal. I need this. Mm. I'm not sure. We often ended trails in pubs. That, that was a pretty nice way to end them. Um, a lot of trails will end in, or start or end in towns. So. Um, you really often get the Irish, the Irish a good name here. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I will say there's not a lot better than having like a nice pint at the end of a long day of hiking. Yep. Um, and there are certain pubs that absolutely stand out. There's a Bring Up the Thornwick and Lumpers Pub in, uh, in Carlingford. That was class. Like it's an actual Walker's Pub where we sat there next to a fire and it actually felt like we were in the 1600s. Um, with a great pint. It was, was really good. Um, but yeah, Carl just mentioned um, fruitcake and kind of, yeah, the reason that we brought it was because it's something that you can buy in every single shop. Like no matter what yeah, kind of shop you walk into, into in Ireland, you'll find fruitcake between two and three euro. Yeah. Um, it's very calorie dense. So kind of fit that trifecta of like calorie to weight to, to euros. Yeah. To euros. But because we ate so much fruitcake and dehydrated food I would just be dreaming of like spinach yeah and yeah. broccoli and like <laughs> yeah. avocados like I just walk and I'm like oh my god green food yeah the, the like, anti-fruitcake yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that juicy apple yeah yeah oh a good salad or something that yeah so pretty much anything that wasn't fruitcake was our go-to meal at the end of a trail <laughs> when we had the option I think we had some amazing pizzas though yeah yeah we really did actually um if you think about and, oh food vans now that's the thing that i want to talk about right now um is you know like burger vans and stuff like that that you'll yeah. occasionally find um we have had incredible meals out of those things and also incredible cups of coffee uh when we were walking one of the trails in Donegal, um there's dangesh pass 
which I know I'm pronouncing it correctly, and someone who's from Donegal can uh, complain in the comments. But um, we were walking, it's this massive, like large mountain pass, and you climb probably like a couple hundred meters anyway, like up, you spiral up, like a lot of these kind of uh, hairpin turns up the whole way. And as we were like maybe halfway up, this coffee van drove past us, and we were like, oh my gosh. Oh my God, is that coffee van going to stop at the top of this? Is that going to stop up there? And we could see it just like slowly roll to a halt at the top of the mountain. And we're like, yes, there's going to be coffee. There's going to be coffee. We better hurry before it moves on. And uh, we got up there. It was actually a coffee and popcorn van, which um, is surprisingly a good combo. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Pirates of the Coffee. The standard, I think the standards when you're out on trail, they... they... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coffee and uh, mushrooms. <laughs> mm, sounds tasty, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was honestly, like, that's legit some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Um, just on, on top of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, incredible. So, so, so like a, was it a fish and chip van in Glencolm Kill? Yeah, a burger van, I think. But yeah, God, some incredible food vans out there that I would highly recommend. There's that one oh. on the Western Way. The Misunderstood Heron. Misunderstood Heron. Fantastic. Oh, Actually, that's probably the best <laughs> meal we had the entire trails, I would say. If I had to pick one specific meal, that would have been the one. There's an adventure center uh, along the Western Way, and next to that adventure center is a food van run by a crazy Argentinian, um, and they made the best food. I, I legit cannot. Maybe it was from Chile. I can't remember. But gonna, it was fantastic. You've anyway. clearly got us onto a really say, I have to say, and this is no disrespect to any of my other guests, but you guys have just changed the, the, the conversation around food in this podcast. Like you've said, <laughs> <laughs> for, for a long time, I've been trying to rebrand from Tough Souls to Dough Souls. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, since Ellie is obviously taking up sourdough uh, during the lockdowns, so... Um, I think we should just become a cooking channel. And by we, I mean Ellie, because I can't. Well, like, uh, I can't food well, and... Yeah, like uh, get into like dehydrated meals, like how, how yeah, yeah. really good dehydrated meals. Because there, there's a few companies out there that do some quality dehydrated meals. Yeah. Or but, maybe maybe a fruitcake review channel is another option. See, like, the yeah, thing is that Carl good. is still able to be like, oh yeah, maybe I'll have fruitcake with hot sauce. I am at the point where I can never look at a fruitcake again. But <laughs> some of my friends who are like super nice and trying to be thoughtful oh, will yeah, go on a hike and they'll bring fruitcake being like, oh, look, it's a thing that you ate every day for three years. And I'll we'll be smiling, but slowly dying inside because I don't think I can ever eat fruitcake ever again. <laughs> like, just, just no. I feel like we very much derailed this into a food podcast now, but... um. Yeah, uh, don't uh, worry. I'm, I'm all about that stuff. I'm, I'm <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess that that's really everything I had to ask um, about this. It's been fantastic having you guys on. Uh, we could talk about food all day. I, I know we can, and we probably will. <laughs> Let's do a second one. Let's spin up a new podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll beat you down to gravity. We'll just talk. <laughs> yeah. Pints and coffee. Yeah. Um, not fruit cake, actually. I won't bring fruit cake into it. <laughs> um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Uh, and congratulations yeah, again. I know we've said it before, but congratulations on completing the project. And best of luck with all of the rest of the trails that you're going to do. And yeah, hopefully 2021 will be will be a good year for hiking, both nationally and internationally. And uh, we can all meet up on other trails somewhere at some point. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hey, Carl and Ellie. <laughs>
Thank you so much.